fancy. You already know. I'm in the fast lane from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Can't you taste this gold? Remember my name about to blow. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody. <laughs> to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast uh, in Maine somewhere. Another road edition. Another <laughs> tour life edition <laughs> featuring our pal Jarv. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jarv. Oh, yeah, they like me. What's up, guys? How you doing? Woo, we're doing it. Lost my voice a little bit. Sound like shit, but um, our fans don't seem to care. You sound so, beautiful. Yeah, this makes me sound like more rugged and more manly. Yeah, it's dude. just kind of like, oh, shit. Like, is he in the Wu-Tang Clan? You sound like the brakes <laughs> on our rental car. Oof, not good. <clears throat> we started off uh, our trip, though, at the fucking Knicks-Celtics game at Madison Square Garden. Woohoo! Last Wednesday, it was like the season opener of the Knicks game, or of the season, rather. And, uh, yeah, we got to see Iggy Azalea. Special halftime show. She's so Forget fancy. the double overtime Knicks win. It doesn't really matter. Forget that Pete Davidson, Spike Lee, Dustin Hoffman, Tracy Morgan, Michael J. Fox, and God knows who Don't else forget was sitting Wolf. right there with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, her booty is crazy. Her booty is weird. Uh, even from as far back as we were, it was ginormous. Did it look good? <sighs> or is it like, a, do you think it's fake? I think it's fake. I'm not saying I wouldn't smush my face yeah, into it right. in a heartbeat. I'm yeah. just saying it looks suspect. Would you poop into it? Would I poop into it? <laughs> if that's what she wants, that's what she gets. Yeah. Izzy. I, w- I would let her in my Izzy face. Iggy. Iggy? Izzy Igalia. <laughs> Is it? Wait, it's Iggy. She's a princess. She's my princess, and she gets what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for her? It was a great time. We got free shirts. Yep. Bought my rose jersey, and uh, fucking Knicks fans are hilarious. Just, like, chanting. Uh, like Boston sucks in the stairwells and stuff, and then like changing it from a Boston sucks chant to like one guy in a Celtics jersey, like you know what, this guy sucks. <laughs> Boo this guy, um, you know. And then they're like, let's have a moment of silence for one of the um, New York Rangers, I guess, passed away. And then there's just motherfuckers yelling during the no, silence. No, it was it was cool. They oh. wanted like what was his number it was maybe seven or seven, something. So they said seven seconds of silence, and then like five seconds in, a guy goes. Let's go, Rangers! <laughs> and everyone starts cheering. I was like, the guy probably would have liked that. Right. Yeah. Still funny. He's he would have like fucked with it. Guy, you yeah. know, they're rowdy. It was cool. And then, of course, by the end of this game, which was like a double overtime, like it was just fucking. It couldn't have gone, couldn't have gone any better. better. You yeah. know, the, the guy in front, strangers in Nick's jerseys, we're high fiving strangers. Yep. We were in New Yorkers that night, oh. bro. We were in New York. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some New York to say. Uh, bada Pizza. Pizza. I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that couldn't have gone like that. That was the most fun way to kick. It was this kick shit ass. Off. Got to watch Derrick Rose hit a three. Yes, and that was about it. <laughs> and a layup. Very special. And a glass basket. <laughs> um, but yeah, we started uh, with that, then hit the road with Javi Baby. Um, Boston night one with Spose. Uh, Fire show. It was a lot of fun, and like Spose is somebody that is we've like we've met before very briefly, but. Uh, just like he's been cool to us and like worn our shirt and videos of his and like it was cool that um you know somebody who's had a lot of traction and hip-hop and stuff where he's from and you know whatever nationally it was just like we never really 
that show felt like kind of like an overdue thing. Even this yeah. tour with you, you know, it was like we've been fucking palling around, known each other for years, but we never like put a string of dates together yep. or something. So Wait, that was never a great played, kickoff. You never played with Spose? We did before? once in Chicago. Oh, yeah, we opened. Yeah, that was when we kitchen. met him. I just don't remember extensively like chatting with him. Yeah. Didn't like yeah. learn anything about him. But he, yeah, then Spose also came to the uh, Sanford Main show we had, yeah. uh, which was not. It did not end up on an airport tarmac, and I don't believe there was a live stream. All that stuff we were promoting. There was, actually. I saw the live stream. It was on the laptop behind us. Really? Really? There was a camera, yeah, off Somebody to the tell side. me this shit. Like, I'll share a link. <laughs> Nobody, like, there Yeah, you know. There was if you maybe found it, good on you. eight people watching. Yeah, but because maybe. I didn't share it to our fucking thousands of fans. Right, there could know. have been 18 people watching. <laughs> 18 of them? Eight. Yeah. Um, it was a cool show though. I wish we could have performed on the tarmac on the wing of a plane. Yeah. Yep. That would have been fucking tight. Been tight. And then in Bo- Boston felt like I don't know, if we're going to rank shows like Boston that was a great was show. Rank. But I felt like the rustiest, like uh, your your mic batteries died for the, in, during track two. Oh, yes. So like the things cutting Embarrassing. out. Embarrassing. Right. The things. That, oh, also. So the sound man doesn't show up basically almost ever. Uh, <laughs> this is fucking. We get there at 430. The doors are at seven. Driver's supposed to be on at 730. We're on by like 815. It's a sh- earlier, tighter show. But the. Uh, Apparently not. Apparently yeah, it's not tight. So yeah, we're there. All. This happens a lot, but not usually to this extent where it's like 430. We're there. And. Uh, the sound man shows up like around seven when the doors are supposed to be open. So they push doors. The fans are waiting outside even longer. And because he, he has to set up for the full band, because Spose right, has a Spose band. Right, Spose has a band. So like- and um, but either way, like so, there's I'm walking this line because then I find out like he came in on his day off to replace somebody who didn't make it, who was scheduled or something. So it's like, yeah, he kind of saved the day. He did. He saved the show. Yeah. But also, it's like we didn't get a sound check. We didn't get a chance to see that the mics were low or any of this shit. So um, yeah, they die, and then I'm like, I'm go. I see on the box the light is red and mine was green, so I'm like it's probably a battery thing. That's and mine yeah. was red last night and I changed or uh, you know I noticed that with mine a day later and changed them. But so in Boston I'm like, while he's rapping, here's my mic. I'm gonna go grab batteries out of my case and I'm like normally in the back of the stage or something. I'm like, what did I do with the cases after we loaded in? And I look and they're still in the fucking crowd. Like I left them <laughs> on the floor <laughs> and now there's like a hundred people standing around my shit. And I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. It just felt like out of practice. Like that's. There's valuable stuff in there. I guess mostly not. It was mostly unpacked, but I'm like, this is a bonehead move. I got to go, like, drag my cases in, like a tourist or something, out of the the crowd area on stage. And then we bring Jarv up for Too Slow, and we hit it, and it's the fucking version without his verse at the end. (laughs) So he stands on stage like an asshole. While <laughs> while the song plays, and then he's supposed to hit the big third verse, and then the song just ends. It was all a big prank on you, buddy. Yep, yeah, dude. you guys got me. Hope you liked that. That was really good. Yeah, that's how we initiate all of our uh, tour collaborators. <laughs> when we, we were like, I'm like, run it back, run it back. And then the hook s- starts again. Yeah, like, just such act, a I could just see you were just like, I don't want this hook to play again. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck? You. My bad. <laughs> you that was it. That was me. Um, so I, it just felt like the rustiest. I don't like, we, we find a way to recover. In fact, I remember like this dude hooked us up with a jar of very good weed and like I was giving like two oh, fans who I knew, like they got the dead battery. I think Terms signed them. Here's a little relic of this oh, night. Cool. Take the, I signed know, a battery. Terms Mike battery. Frame is that. Is it like a double A battery or is it like a special? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, a double A. Double A battery. It's a double A battery. I've signed a lot of weird things in my day <laughs> and that's up there. Fuck yeah. I signed a guy's balls once. <laughs> really? And yeah, like the stre- battery, I think, was harder to do. Did he stretch his balls? 
How do you think he presented them? Because show us on your balls. How do you think? <laughs> he show did us. It? On How would you your present balls. your balls if you were having somebody autograph the sack? I would, dude, I really don't know because you don't want them to look at your. I guess I would pull them through the fly of my pants, maybe. Right, but and then or what? or you have to drop your pants and like cover your dick with your hand, and then like. But then what would you do? Would you just let them hang loose while like you know you're yeah, signing you a wrinkle? You have to give them the bat wing. Right, you got to stretch it out a little. Not bit. what he did. He but gave it the old water balloon. He uh, fucking <laughs> squoze them. I guess that's probably actually the best way he to do it. He squoze them and they tighten. And I was like, em. that's not the is way that, I was expecting this word? to go. Squoze? That's his rap name, Squizzy Squoze. <laughs> <laughs> Squizzy Squoze. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that was... Uh, Batter, I think, was harder to sign, though. Yeah. Less surface area. Guy had big balls. Next night I was like uh, balls. Portsmouth, ACDC. and we have the legendary Book and Bar show from a couple of years ago where, like, yeah. cops ended up there for some reason. There was puke in terms hummus. The bookshelves yeah, got knocked over. Like, We're standing on I chairs. I left it, returned, and somebody had vomited all yep. over my dinner. <laughs> People spilling drinks all over near our feet and equipment, and it was just, like, a big... Uh, a big chaotic event. It was so a shit show, but this it was, was kind a of good a redemption time. for that. Well, it's like a good thing. It's like we had fun, but also it's like it's they went crazy. Our fans go crazy for us, which I is what you want. But normally, you don't perform in a bookstore. Four so. free <laughs> books. I got a Hank Williams biography. But Did yeah, you read them. I read most of that. I got this book about uh, like Hitler. Tight. I forget what about Hitler. I swear, I swear it's not pro Hitler. It's like what about <laughs> Bob? <laughs> What about Hitler? Yeah, what about Bob was a uh, recreation. No, um, <laughs> we got like free stuff, and it was still like a fun ass time. And and our fans took us out drinking after the last show. Yep. Uh, so we knew Portsmouth was going to be fun this time around. It was just like this had like re- like there were monitors. There was a stage. It was you know yes. we were able to. I felt like it that was, was a the show after we you know dusted the cobwebs off in Boston Portsmouth felt like a tight you know totally. performance we got to play a little longer even because again we had to like cut time in Boston cuz the sound man dilemma sort of shortened up our stage time um, so that's always a bummer you just want to like play as much as you can for for the fans that come out right Portsmouth was maybe my favorite show so far though just Absolutely. felt good felt like you know Portsmouth we nailed it Portsmouth has become a yep. um like a top city in the states for us and like a must stop on any East Coast run. Yep. And then, I like uh, Portsmouth. It's a nice place. I like it. And they there's New Englanders are a different breed. They they bring a different type of energy than a lot of other spots in the country. Rest assured though, somebody still the night ended with vomit on the stage and someone being kicked out. Someone so puked. It was Portsmouth. There was a fight in the audience. Yeah, I didn't see that. It's but New England. I'm like, baby. You get conflicted. I'm rapping my verse, and then I see like the fight. Like, oh, should I? Who gives a fuck? They've got people <laughs> to pay. To, I'm not stopping. This guy yeah. gets paid to throw Viva out, man. I'm tighter than your bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of and tight bitches in Portsmouth too. Oh yeah. Good looking city. Oh yeah. Their boyfriends too. Ooh. Ooh I yeah. would. <laughs> a lot of lucky dudes in Portsmouth. Like, hey. and maybe this is like our self-deprecation term. Always says like your fans are like a you know an image of you somehow. So it's like there's a lot of like insecure white guys and stuff but also it's like right, awkward suburbanites yeah yeah i don't know it's like i don't i don't expect to have like a good looking crowd a lot of beautiful people yeah you know yes good looking city out there yes speaking of beautiful people night three sanford maine the owner of that establishment was chiseled out of oh stone yes he was lovely um <laughs> nice guy <laughs> uh, what a guy 
that was like so then now he was the, standing uh, behind the bar and, and when he walked out I expected his lower half to be a horse body like <laughs> he was so beautiful this like Greek Adonis of Just a man pulls out a bow and arrow yeah and apparently he's only one year older than me and one year younger than you how does how is that possible he appeared older he right. like that's what I look at like uh, when I when I'm a father I, I hope I'm in as good a shape and as manly of an aging oh he's younger than me yeah that's great fuck. I'm a schlubby fucking loser <laughs> cool confirmed um, but yeah that was uh, less people in Sanford I mean much smaller city we never played there before um, I, I think that was like Jarv's fucking set of the tour though I'm like hey. you were you were loose baby hey. yeah you were tougher to follow that night maybe because I was just like. This the, this voice shit this like the yeah. tiredness was yeah, catching yeah, up yeah. to me that night. I was like, damn, Jarv lit it up, and now no, I got to go up there like. No, you definitely push us, and uh, you're definitely a hard act to follow. Ooh. I definitely want uh, to make it an balls. effort every <laughs> night of the tour to see your set. Which um, I appreciate because I, I look over and I see you, and I'm like, you know, sometimes if there's a weird. Well, so one thing when you're performing, it's always I'm like, who the fuck do I look at? You know, right. I'm like, what do I look? But like, I look at you, and, and it always feels feels good. Oh yeah, feels good to look look right into your face eyes. Face lights up a room. That's right. Um, I really enjoyed last night in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, the homie Mr. Burns was on the bill. Your yep. homie, my dude, who you've been on the road with the wild boar and, himself. Uh, Mr. Burns like heckled you throughout <laughs> his whole set. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, he's known to do that. I did this uh, like freestyle thing a couple months ago uh, with this beatmaker friend of mine, SK, really dope beatmaker, uh, in Burlington, Vermont. And it was like we did 45 minutes over his beats, totally unrehearsed. I was doing verses and shit, but I was also having to just like fall back and freestyle like a lot mm-hmm. more than I would like to. And Burns was up at the front, and like I was just telling him I was going to kick his ass and stuff. And for like, I was just like roasting him he, way worse than he was doing it to me last night. Like yeah, he just he kept going like, right, Jarv? Right. Yeah. But I was like, Scott, you're, you're fat or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was just like flagrant, but it was, it was fun. We have, we have fun. Um, so then last night too, after the Providence Rhode Island show where uh, it starts raining and then Jarv and some fan dudes start playing skate. That's what we do after shows, apparently, is we just hang out outside the venue <laughs> and Jarv, I film Jarv do skate tricks and post them on my Instagram story for hours. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were hanging out with a little group. There was this one dude who had a, we're smoking, and he packs a little fat chillum, a little nugget, and he's just like, he gives it to Seth, and he's it's like. one of those chillums that's like, it almost looks like the bead on a hemp necklace. Right, it's very like thick. The middle is like donut shaped. It's and like then one it's of got, Iggy Azalea's butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a mouthpiece. On one end and, and the bowl on the other, but it's like a disc. Almost. You got to explain that it's got a mouthpiece on one end and a but bowl on the other. But it's like a disc. <laughs> yes. How do you if smoke I weed? Just say Very the bowl good. is a disc, someone <laughs> might be like, "How does that work?" Uh, <laughs> Touche. Uh, so this guy goes, he's like, "Hey, Term, throw this at the ground." And Term goes, "No, no, I'm not." And then he's like, "Do it!" And, and you're like, "No, I'm gonna break your thing." He's like, like trick me into a fight or something, right? No. So he just get, makes you do this. No, and then, you do it. So you do. So he said it was like indestructible. Well, or like he didn't even say. He just goes, "Throw it, throw it." Like I've been sold glass pipes in the past that they also said this will never break, and I've had people be like, "Throw it." It's like I still why tempt fate here? Who gives right. a shit? Like I'm, I want to use that later. Yeah. Uh, 
So then Derm, like, as gently as he can, like, just kind of toss drops He asked me enough times where I'm like, this thing, buddy. This thing shattered, like, (laughs) fucking Connor's leg. This thing just folded. (laughs) Isn't there a video of Ray J doing an interview, and he says that his glasses are indestructible, and then he, like, breaks them? It's so funny, though, watching the the dude go from, like, dude, throw it. No, come on. Don't be a bitch. Throw it. I want you to. Throw it. And then you, like, drop it, and then it breaks, and then we all look at him, and he goes... Guy who sold me that said it was indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like he was. Uh, I'm sorry, guy. He was instantly uh, regrettable move, but yeah, I don't know. That's like the the quick the quick recap. I beat the guy in skate, by the you way. Did. I played a man in skate. It was so I feel like you had outside. a commanding lead, and then he caught up, and it was T to T. It was. It became T to T because I was trying to do a fucking inward heel flip, and it was soaking Fakey. wet outside. Fakey and I was all inward drunk. heel flip. Or, in yeah, the that's rain. what it was. Fake inward heel flip, and I waterlogged. I kept I falling in the. F- God yeah. damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I kept falling. My shirt was soaked. Uh, that was nice, but uh, eventually I had to do it to him. Yeah, went in row, Dyland. You What's know? that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Got a skating well, rain. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, very good. I, I, no, no, no. It's cool. Let's double back. You blew it, <laughs> man. You corny. Um, so I don't know. What else? We have a show tonight. That sucks. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Memories, you guys. We should have recorded this yesterday, but we had to half-consciously watch King of Staten Island on HBO Comedy in the hotel yep. room. So Remind myself. <laughs> Tour life. How little I enjoy Pete Davidson's comedy stylings. He's an, uh, an annoying guy. Yeah. It's not a terrible not a movie, movie, though. Yeah, there's yeah, parts it, the, I enjoy. The, like, redemption bit where, I don't even know, where mean, he goes to the fucking fire station. Right. No, nice. I don't even I mean, like, like oh, I just like the Bill Burr parts are good. Like, he's, he's tolerable. Yeah. Bill uh, Burr really killed it. He's I mean, great Pete actor, Davidson. Dude. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr's, Burr's great. great. Uh, it's awesome to see him kiss Marissa Tomei on, in a movie. I'm sure that was surreal for him. Yeah, that is pretty tight. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are wondering what it's like to tour with the Palmer Squares and Jarve, that's it. We break people's pipes on accident, apparently, and we watch Pete Davidson movies that we don't. And really we beat them skate. <laughs> yeah, we claim we claim yeah. dubs, dude. <laughs> no, um, if I lost to that guy in skate, I would have been so pissed. Though I would have been very uh, disheartened. Yeah, he was good, but like, yeah, he had some tricks. That dude was like shredding his shoes up. Like he, they yeah. were, they were. There was bloody skin showing through Ooh, his mesh. Really? Like yes, for I sure. Didn't, I didn't know. He that. was trying heel flip tricks, and the I saw his shoe torn the fuck up. So I imagine he didn't plan to to skate those. Yeah. Taking away from his win here. Um, hey, delegitimizing this man's victory. Yeah, whatever, dude. So yeah, obituaries. There's a couple. Oh, okay. bitch, you hairy. Y'all trying to have a drink? Yep. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. No whiskey this week, so... We're throwing one back in their memory, We're each going to have to clink the champagne of beers. Cheers, you guys. Um, well, doing I boys. guess we, we got to... No, let's just drink. <laughs> Who died? Um... I didn't write her name down. Alec Baldwin killed a lady. Alec Baldwin <laughs> killed someone. <laughs> He's a murderer. And um, uh, like technically, yes. Yeah. Not premeditated. He's a manslaughter. Well, no, I think murder by definition. That's manslaughter, right? Right. He's a killer. He killed her. He's yeah. killed. He's a killer. He's what? guy. He's um. This is a semantics game. What's the Webster def as, of as murderer? As the kids would say, he caught a body. Ah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Murder is the right word. Let's see if it is murder definition. A bunch of crows. 
Fuck it. Just Dude. look up Squirter instead. We the, the last time this happened, I guess premeditation crow, is included. Yeah. A bunch of crows, a murder. Wow. Damn. Oh. Yeah, premeditation basically is the the dividing factor. There. Right. Um, so yeah, he killed this lady. Uh, her name was Halen or uh, Helena, rather. Helena Hutchins is the cinematographer oh. on a movie they were making, and uh, yes, a la the crow, the fucking prop gun. Had, I guess, a live round in it. So I saw this the other day. This is a text message that somebody screen capped, which was from a member of the camera team on this movie. Alec Baldwin is trying to kill me. <laughs> it says... <laughs> S-O-S. The, it says, the entire camera crew walked off that morning for that exact reason. Last night, we each wrote resignation letters. We cited everything from lack of payment for three weeks, taking of our hotelways away... Oh my God! What did I just say? <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking our hotel away. It's, <laughs> it's small print. I swear to God. Sobabid Huffy. <laughs> so sobbed, sobbed, Sobabid Huffy. Taking our hotels away, despite asking for them in our deals. Lack of COVID safety, uh, and on top of that, poor gun safety. Poor onset safety. Period. We wrote about this exact issue last night and walked this morning because of it. That's not in any of the papers. They brought in four non-union guys to replace us and tried calling the cops on us. Only people that stayed were Helena? Is that how you'd say it? The girl who died. Yes. So that sucks. She was just like a cool chick who was just down. steady up. Yeah. But Um, also, so wait, was one of the union members that walked off who was in charge of the props? That, was that the role that was replaced by these non-union workers that came in to just I do it for the meager wage or whatever? Because so. that's a pretty fucking he says everyone, large oversight. Everyone walked off except her. She was the director of photography mm. and the B-steady op. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it says Alec Baldwin was practicing a, quote, cross draw in a church pew that required pointing his weapon at the camera during a prop gun mishap that left cinematographer Helena Hutchins dead. Um, also, it injured the the director, director had to go to the right? hospital. Yeah, too. yeah. So this movie's fucked. So I, was there a fucking bullet in it? Like I don't understand. Like it was still a blank and it shot out some shit. I don't know. Um, let's see. The director told investigators he remembered hearing the phrase "cold gun" while preparing for the scene, indicating that the firearm wasn't loaded and was safe for use. But he couldn't remember if the gun, described as a revolver in the records, had been checked after the crew returned from a lunch break before the incident happened. Another witness, cameraman Reed Russell, gave additional insight. Uh, Russell said, while preparing, there was a shadow coming from the outside light, and they had to move the camera at a different angle from Alec. He said Alec was trying to explain how he was going to draw out the firearm and where his arm would be at when the firearm was pulled from the holster. So, yeah, he was like, the camera's like probably not even rolling. He's probably like, all right, right. I'm going to like do it. This isn't a real gun. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to point... Like, how many ah, movies dude. have you seen where there's, like, you, you watch Breaking Bad season finale, and the Most, dude's Jesse right, standing right. there, you know, with a gun, you know. The iconic l- shot from at, Goodfellas at where the Joe Pesci's camera. unloading into the camera. So this actually happens all the time, and if something goes wrong, it's the actor is not first at fault, for sure. There's yeah, like, hell no. Yeah, it's whoever the, the crew member is that said, oh, I guess I'll put a live round in. Or That's what's weird to me, too, is, like, I know um, fake guns for movies, prop guns. Like, they could act as a real gun, or they look very real, certainly. But, like, what do you do? Like, all right, we're going to have the 
Now, we're going to take the blanks out and put real ones in. Let's make sure, wouldn't they be like completely two different departments, you think? Yeah, like yeah. the fake right. blank guns don't even get near the case where they're uh, right. supposed right. to be a real gun. Why would there be a real gun on set unless right. it was security? If the gun is cold before lunch, uh, how does it become hot after lunch? Right. Why does it call does them that heaters? Mean that some, at some <laughs> point, somebody came in and just put a bullet in it? Um, I don't know. There's probably info. I, I didn't like read all of these articles before I pulled it up, but I still do. There feel is more though, information about it. Yeah, the practice shot. Like I still feel like, as a I don't know, if I was using like a fucking revolver in a movie, I would probably just give it like a quick open up spin. Just right. be sure, you know what I mean? Just I, you would think you would at least gl- like be like, ah, let me just be sure. I wouldn't even know. Like me personally, I've been around guns in Vermont, being a redneck. Piece right, of I was shit, gonna say I've never even fired a gun. I wouldn't know how to be like. Let me check this thing out yeah. and make sure. Oh, right. yeah, I know the difference between a live round and a blank. Yeah. I, like, hey, prop guy, make sure people are safe. I would totally trust them. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's how I imagine it, it should be. But Yeah. Um, let me not butcher it the last time. Uh, <laughs> Hel- Helena. I did it anyways. Like the My Chemical Romance song? Fuck, I can't do it. I did it twice. <laughs> Helena Hutchins. We hardly knew ye. R.I.P. Helena Hutchins. I swear they clinked. <laughs> Term, you got any um, other obits up your sleeve? Yeah, bro. We also lost Gunther from Friends. You guys ever watch Friends? No. Nope. Damn. Next. <laughs> he had a crush on Rachel. What's he look Who like? He didn't. He worked at Central Perk. He had blonde, like short, bleached blonde hair, and he crept on Rachel all the time. Creeped. Mm. Does he have a government name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This guy, James Michael Tyler, who played Gunther on Friends, His has face. died. Oh, poor Gunther. Man, Rachel never broke him off any. <laughs> Seen a couple episodes when All I was right. a young man, but no drink for Gunther. I'm well, drinking. Drink um, I hardly knew ye. I the, hardly knew ye at all. The dude who wrote the uh, the Goldfinger song, Goldfinger. Isn't that how it goes? I don't know that either. He's more of a bad finger guy. All right. Well, what um, does that mean? <laughs> you were. It's a band, bad finger. Oh, it is. Good I band. thought it meant you were molested or something. <laughs> that's Daddy's ring finger, and Daddy's <laughs> middle finger, and that's Daddy's bad finger. Oh, that's Daddy's smelly finger. Smell it. Smell <laughs> <laughs> it. All right. Well, that's 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 who died. Those, underwhelming. Those are all the deaths. Yeah, that's what do you all mean underwhelming. Chug. Alec Baldwin Chug. killed somebody. That is pretty hardcore, dude. Yeah. Are you saying we should? But chug Alec these? Baldwin didn't die. Are we chugging them? And that's why I'm underwhelmed. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> These are. This is the only beer I have, so I may as well drag it out. Yep. Um, fuck me running. Highly recommended. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. Bitch. This week's highly recommended album comes from Harry Nilsson. When the things you plan need a helping hand. 
understand always always a little touch of Schmilson in the night a classic crooning album of standards from Harry Nelson produced by Derek Taylor the publicist for the Beatles often referred to as the fifth Beatle Mm. Not the only guy I referred to as the fifth Beatle. One Who of else? them. Yoko? Um, I think like George Martin. Some other guys. George uh, Martin? Derek Taylor actually plays French horn in a couple spots of this album. I found that very interesting. Pretty bitch-ass instrument. Arranged by Gordon Jenkins, who arranged a number of Frank Sinatra's albums. Um, I always loved this, what, about this album, like right here. Every song like sieges into the next one, and the siege is like one and of the other songs. If anybody knows about seeing jizz, it's term. See, this is like a little as time goes by, siege, but into making whoopee. I don't think you're using the word siege oh, right there. La, la, Are you? La, la. Yeah, like it's, uh, transition. The Segway. Siege, it, Segway. Right? That's how you pronounce Segway is siege. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Are you saying Segway? <laughs> the siege, not the word. Isn't siege like to take, commandeer the, something? A military like, operation in which enemy forces surround a town or a building. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what Harry Nelson did. <laughs> in between each song. Isn't, isn't that a Bruce Willis movie? <laughs> Under siege. All right, you know what? Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> This guy sees jizz. He sees jizz. <laughs> I like to see jizz. <laughs> we have to like unplug the soundboard to plug in the computer to do the highly recommended. And Ak time. has hit the soundboard like four or five times. <laughs> I was supposed to be. I'm gay. <laughs> keeps bad. forgetting. Why are you gay? The title of this album, A Little Touch of Schmilson in the Night, was taken from Shakespeare's Henry V, Act Four, in which the chorus refers to Henry's nocturnal visit to his troops as A Little Touch of Harry in the Night. Ooh. Sounds dirty. It's just, uh, it's just a beautiful album. Schmilson being um, a reference to Harry Nilsson's most popular album, Nilsson Schmilson. Ah. Mm-hmm. With songs like... Uh, Brother bought a coconut. Oh, he did that. Drink it tulip. That song's weird. It's an odd song. I remember that from Daddy Daycare. The scene with Jeff from Curb, and he's in that movie <laughs> too, and he's singing that and dancing. I watched that movie. Uh, I was going to be a teacher initially. Uh, I went to art college, but before I decided to do that, I was going to be like a kindergarten teacher. Would you, would um, be, would you be like uh, Miss Lippy? I would be like Kenny from Half Baked. Yeah, that was, was kind of what I was going for. Yeah, you yeah, know, just yeah. finger paint all day with some kids. That'd be tight. Um, until I realized Wait, you said that you're fingering kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> painting with their poo that's now on my finger. Okay, so um, bad finger, bad finger, <laughs> bad finger painting. So I was, uh, I did like a couple summers at like a daycare as like a counselor and shit. Kids love me. I was really good but at it. But do you love kids? Because that would be the problem. What I don't love is, like, real work, which it would have required to get that job. I would have had to go to an actual four-year college yep. where, like, I wrote 15-page papers and shit like that, not just drew pictures. Yeah. So, which um, doesn't even make sense. Why? All you kids have to do is pictures. be smarter than a kindergarten. Pop-up books. Know. 
and be like, um, I won't hit them. But I did in high school. I took some classes that I had to take to do that in college. Um, like there's some class for like all the pregnant girls in the school because we had a few, more than a few. Tight. And uh, your fault or what? You take that class. It's that class where you like they give you a fake baby to go around school with uh, for like yep. a week. Yep. Um, and we watched Daddy Daycare in that class. That's all I was gonna say. Right. That's a long. That was the class where I um, I had to do a presentation, and it was. Isn't me. that great? Doesn't it say that a lot about like the American education system? Like these people are gonna have to parent children. Show them Daddy Daycare and give them a bag of flour to walk it around was, with. Today. It was like give a, them an egg. that's the thing. At our school, we went to the brokest school in our district. And uh, they had, like, four of those lifelike babies. Yeah. And everyone else in the class got a bag of flour with googly eyes on it. Jesus <laughs> googly eyes. I got the flour. Flour's eyes That's pretty fucking handy. All you got to do is just leave it in your room. They gave, uh, they reserved the realistic ones for the actually pregnant girls who were going to, like, need to know more about this. The, those life baby, the baby things, would and they still, know if you, like, smacked it? No. Because I'm pretty sure Maybe. I would smack I don't know. mine when, I, when it was crying. And I was like, ah, shut up. And it's and like, yeah, like, and it's stop. bullshit because it's like, it cries and you have this little key. And you just stick the key in the back, and it stops right. crying. Like that's not how parenting works. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You have a baby, and you check its back. Like, where's the where's hole? the slot? <laughs> where's the slot? Shut this thing <laughs> off. You stab it with your key car um, keys. But I had to do a presentation in that class, like a group thing, and my my group was me, uh, a Mexican girl who was pregnant and didn't speak any English, uh, this girl at our school who had like a some sort of deformity where she didn't have her lower jaw. Oh, really? And she, like, couldn't really talk. And then there was another girl who had, like, this form of Tourette's where she would be walking in the hallway, and then she would just take off really fast. And then she would slow down. And then she would take off really fast. We called her Power Walk. called her the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) That was Power Walk. That was my group. So I had to do a presentation, basically. Jesus. For everybody. And it's no surprise, none of us have kids yet. (laughs) We don't know how to do it. But Term is a good cook, right? So oh, you yeah. could have used that flour, you know what I mean? The flour, <laughs> your flour uh, I turned experience. my baby into macarons. That's right, baby. And then I fucking ate my baby. Um, listen to Harry Nilsson's Schmilson. A Little Touch of Schmilson in the Night. And uh, make out with your best gal. Or just slow dance or something. It's a romantic album. It wouldn't Romantic. be good for sex, though, you think? Oh, actually, I wanted to play this because we're with Jarv. It's the last uh, track, As Time Goes By. And I've always thought the intro to this could make a, a really good sample. It takes a second, but it's worth it. Just bear with me. See, this is I Wonder Who's Kissing Her Now in the segue into As Time Goes By. All right, one more of these, and then here it comes. Sample right here. That shit. Oh, that loop. Perfect loop Uh. right there. Yep. Oh, one more. Speed it up. Yeah, I can hear. Beautiful. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. Ooh. 
You and Jarvis should start a production team. You dig the wax. He chops it off. As time goes <laughs> by. Shout out, saying term. Um, term would be well. Ack, you said you're a drummer too, right? Yeah. So like you would obviously. I've made beats a- in the past, but there was honestly at the beginning of our careers, like I was like wearing too many hats. Yeah. And it was like, all right, well. Terms not wearing the video editing and the beat making and the mixing hats, and he's getting right. really good at rapping, like writing rhymes. So I kind of like te- left some of those other tasks in the dust yep. to make sure I could compete on a lyrical level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been a fucking forever since I made beats, but uh, it's it's something I'm open to. But I like I think I might even have like a other couple of aspirations in the way. That are, that, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like you know I'm I'm playing the long game here. Yeah, I've well, always aspired. To uh, we should be more involved in our production. I was gonna to say the like term with your, you have a lot of music knowledge that like. Well, the thing is, he has all the non-rap music knowledge, and then I that's where I come in with the like I listen to lots of rap like yep. daily, weekly, yep. monthly, and yearly. Yeah. The whack motherfucker see clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that hard. Right, I just listen to Izzy Agalias. <laughs> Izzy Agalias. Um, I said that I'm back, but he's that I'm down with the capital CPT. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, as far as like finding samples, his ear would be a lot more in tune to those, and then I could probably boom bap some shit out of it, yeah. and loop it, and put it in the program, and yeah. then like we could work together from there. Uh, maybe it would one be day. Very interesting. It would. That was like always like a bucket list type goal, or like uh, after uh, after our next project or two or something. There's always the idea of like the self-produced project. The problem is you got to. Make a million terrible beats. So that right. is a learning curve. It will be a I mean? bad so. project, but it's a goal. <laughs> but then again, sometimes the early shitty beats are the ones that people really like because mm-hmm. it's like. And tell know. me about it. Spooky language EP blows like everything out of the water as far as like uh, fan hype. Yeah. Like I don't know when we play stuff at these shows. Like there's there's some songs that we feel like we've outdone. Right. Like I feel like Spooky Language is a good song. It's a classic song. It's a fan favorite. But it doesn't mean that like most of the fans get more excited for with or without it. It's yep. like it's had more time to age and grow on people, whatever happens there. Yep. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, same with me, like Jarvis Volume 1, people. That's what, well, I mean, my biggest song is probably like Slackjaw off The Boiler Room, which is like my second thing. But Jarvis Volume 1 as the full project probably gets the most the most love, I would think. And uh, I fucking can't really listen to that shit. Right. <laughs> Mainly like my voice. I don't like my voice, but not to say anyone who is listening to this who actually likes to listen to it, please just keep listening to it all the time. You're not wrong, all y'all listening. Yeah. No, and like, uh, it's not even like we find spooky language whack or anything like yeah. that. It's just, you can hear the growth when you listen to that, our first project we yeah. ever recorded, and then listen to our last. There's like no low end. Yeah. Oh, it really in, in spooky. Well, language. yeah. Some stuff now bumps harder. Like even like we a didn't... beat like holler is maybe like I I prioritize stuff like that for like all right show style energy yeah, and that something that people can life. jump to a little call and response. Oh, we didn't even um... to the letter. It's not as much low end or it doesn't like it doesn't fucking thump as as hard. But like the put your hands up energy is yeah. like that's where like our head is at on stage. And I don't think I even really like planned to play spooky language this whole tour. But someone yelled it out and then it went well like really yeah. well in Portsmouth. So now we're playing it again. It's like. We yeah. kind of forget, like, this This is when we should play. Right, like, this works. But I, mean, I don't see, it's a five-minute song. It's, it doesn't bump as hard in the speak, but I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't matter to anybody but me and Term, I feel like, you know? Right, right, right. Not at all. Um, and that album, we've we've told before how it wasn't recorded in a music studio. It was, like, a commercial voiceover studio, which is 
just a strictly a vocal studio. Kind of, that's, I think that's what adds to it, or like why it became this like I don't know standout from other things we ended up making. Because yeah, the engineer Tom had never mixed a hip hop project ever so and we'd never recorded one in a studio so it was like a first time for everybody involved yeah you know nate kids i don't think had made a full ep with rappers on it at, at that point and it's just like Did he do all the beats it, it all that? came yeah. for spooky language yeah it all came together on this like very green level that like kick-started us to whatever we did next fucking 10 years ago yeah so i don't know it's like there is some like lightning in a bottle something that goes on there where and then you keep going on and like I don't know. It's like you can't keep making spooky language because, right. like, you want to. You don't want to corner yourself into one style or just get lazy or find yourself repeating the same. I don't well, know then patterns and stuff. It's the listener is like, you know. I feel like a lot of fans they would always be like, they want you to kind of make the same album again. But then if you actually right. did, then they're like, this guy is only has one, one fucking style. Yeah. What the fuck? So it's like people you can't be pleased a lot of the time. But then also. If you were making the same shit over and over again, you would get fucking bored of it, too. You'd be like, what yeah. am I even doing? This is Well, like- that's where, like, back to the production, like, that's something that just on our level would be very different. Like, we haven't done that yet, Yep. you know? So that would, like, be a different challenge because at, at a certain point, like, maybe just getting sent to beat and writing a rap on it gets easier. Yeah. And I don't want to just, like, phone it in. Like, right, let's, you just have, like, really your get fucking involved, formula so. and it's so refined that it's Yeah, like, we well, actually, I might have said this last week, but we just... Uh, did a song right before we left as a feature um, for somebody, and like we, I felt like we worked, we put our heads together more on it than we did more on it more on. Uh, <laughs> than we normally do. And this beat was kind of like, you know, it's a live instrument beat. It's real, you know, it's a real jam. Yep. You know, it's not just like a, a beat that got made. It's like the dude, like live drums, live guitar. It's a fucking like kind of a rock show type thing where we bring our verses and our flavor to it. So I think that should be out like before the end of the year, at the end of the year. But uh, I don't know, like it was cool to work on a different sound, first of all, but then work on a different like, all right, we're actually going to sit in the room and like show each other stuff and then rearrange it. And we were just working a little more because I think over the years we've grown to trust each other to where it's like, I'm not, I don't need to like see your math on it. Like, let me, it's like, you're going to bring a dope verse and I'm going to bring a dope verse. And then that will like be the, better half of a song and we can tie it together with this part but yeah there's there's a lot more you can do or at least there's a lot of right, consideration sure. that gets ignored sometimes just because it's like verse beat boom stamp it ship it it's done right 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 yeah and then that becomes like not inspired after a while like sure. if you're doing that like because i mean i i'm in a group too but we don't have any fucking music out anywhere but that like you know we've obviously made the songs where where we will just you know you got your verse, you got your verse, all right, we'll just smash the hook in between each one of them, and right. there it is, it's a song. But when we write the shit where we're going, you know, a little more choreographed with it, and it's like a real community effort writing the song, those are the ones that, like, I fucking, like, to yeah. perform, like, we would always have the most fun doing it, because it's right. like... I feel like there's more heart in them. Yeah, and it's like a community, you know what I mean? If you're in a group, it's like, you might as well... You know, and in retrospect, it's like you want to have like pride in what you brought to that song's table. Like yep. you don't want to look back and just like not every song is like, a, all right, this guy's offered me this many hundreds of dollars for this many right. bars. So it's business. Yeah. He's like, but <laughs> there's some, even if it is business, it's like you want to do something that like is going to hook people or maybe like, hey, I'll try something different with this. Or I've right. been sitting on this rhyme for a long time. Never really found a let me let me, you know unearth that one again and retool it and put yeah. it on this guy's song because that's sort of how I work with like with features sometimes too is 
Sometimes I'm sitting on a, a chunk that it's like, I'm going to kill him with this one. Sit, like, I'm saving sit, this. Azalea is sitting on a chunk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, saving it for a Palmer Squares track. Cause I, and then, but then, like, you blink your eyes and six years go by, and I never fucking put that on something. Yep. And I'm less attached to it. So I'm like, I still like it, but it's like, you know what? I think I'm going to, you know, bless somebody's, uh, someone else's track with this. Because, mm-hmm. like, just time told me that. I never really, I've been working on my shit the whole time. Never found a thing for it. I yep. think it's good. And finally, like, sometimes I'll start there with feature stuff, you know? Let me see what I still have that I never really wrote out. Just my ideas, you know, Attack of the Clones, Tactical Drones, Patrick Mahomes. Let me start there. I never wrote this, like, but I've had it in my fucking notes for years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what are we talking about? You know, and I just uh, realized that I can't let go of what is I brought up Harry Nilsson's album Schmilson and you think the haters didn't even catch the reference and he um he uh there's a song on it called without you that's a bad finger song a little bad finger hey I can't live if living is without you oh, that's a good song I can't give I can't give anymore everybody anyway um, so there was sure this. I know that one. I, I there's like every time I recommend a thing, uh, once we're done recording, there's like more shit about it than I'm like, fuck, I didn't, didn't mention, mention this. Um, I didn't mention how shit. the elephant talk in King Crimson's elephant talk is this weird guitar effect going. It's cool. It's what like have you done Trump? that? <laughs> did you do that song? Uh, I, I did that album a couple that weeks album? ago. Nice. Yeah, boy. Um, is there any is there any update on this like Netflix protest walkout thing? Uh uh-uh. uh Just that guy. Um, like does this do anything ever? Like people just stay sad, stay yeah, upset. We uh we saw this video uh that was circulating of I guess <laughs> I guess like the um the employees of Netflix that are uh, I'm once again like, unhappy with Dave Chappelle's material. These can't all be Netflix Netflix employees. Yeah, it must have Some have to be friends of Netflix employees and so on or just This is my sister. Uh so there's like a big crowd outside. It looks like mostly press. Next to their so much cameras and <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like camera equipment. So I don't even know. It looks like mostly media. Uh so this What's this guy's sign say? It says we like Dave. Someone grabs it and s- splits it in so half. So the guy's got a, a wooden stick. It's like maybe five feet long with construction paper or whatever the fuck. I mean, this is protest 101. This is protest 101. <laughs> poster board taped on one end of it, and the poster board says, we like Dave. Uh, they're, they're all there protesting Dave Chappelle's new special, which... Uh, is being accused of being anti-trans. I, li- I think the I last watched four it. specials of his have been accused of being I watched transphobic. It. Personally, I saw the sentiments as being quite pro-trans. Yeah, it was very anti-white man, which like... Quite <laughs> like pro-bringing everybody together. I, I didn't get what was anti-anything about it. Um, um, and then, so th- all these people are protesting uh, the new special, and this guy wanted to show up to... To represent people that liked the special. And you know, the hate speech that says... He's I alone. Li- I like Dave. Somebody sees that and is like, unacceptable! Right. No! He's alone at the protest, but he's not alone in thought. Yeah. And immediately, a guy has grabbed the sign and is now, has like the poster board part on the ground and is breaking it off of the stick. So now it's just a stick. He's got a weapon! And now, 
that they've broken the sign off of his stick and all he's left with is the pole. They immediately yell, he's got a weapon! Yeah, the, the fucking embarrassing. Because everyone's a victim. Yeah, yeah, they got an instant laugh from the guy with the quote weapon. To he's like, how can it not? I've got a weapon. He just repeats it like it's the in most laughter. millennial <laughs> shit I've ever seen. You take someone's thing and break it, which turns it into now just a pole, and then immediately go, he's got a weapon. The, the other guy who broke the sign created like the weapon. Exactly. Not only like by removing the the the, the statement part of it. Yeah. Just and then the handing it back to him, you know, and and vocalizing it. I just said like I've created verbally that this man has a weapon. Do you think, was, like you the, think, was that the guy who said it, you think? The, the yeah, I, think, I saw his mask. Yeah, you, you see can see his, his mask move. What when a that fucking yeah. idiot, dude. So, Fuck him. <laughs> it's like akin to a... protest his life. A cop planting a gun on somebody. Like, right. You know, that's yeah, what... Yeah, you he's got a weapon. It? Look, yeah. I put it there. He had a gun. I had right. nothing to do with this situation. Right. It's him. Does this go anywhere else? With a fucking dumb bitch with a tambourine. What, what was that movie? <laughs> Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. Tambourine. <laughs> He's like got a, a weapon. There's <laughs> a Western movie where the, the bad guy, like, throws a gun to the foot of the other guy and, like, makes him pick it up. And once he picks it up, he shoots him. It's like, you all saw it. He had a gun. He had a gun. It's just, I would say, it's so millennial. Not, not that, like, him having that stick puts anyone in danger, but to, like, put yourself in danger and then immediately complain about being in danger. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not anything. That's like a shirt What is this lady screaming in his face this whole time? I think she's going, Excuse me! There's somebody else, Excuse though. Me. Excuse me! Excuse <laughs> me! That's what I heard. Somebody else starts yelling something incoherent. <laughs> What's, uh, and it's this, stupid. like, we talked about this, uh, like, I, I grew up with siblings who, obviously, we bickered. Um... And the and what got under my skin the most if I was ever bickering with my brother was when he would just take one sentence and repeat it in my face 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 and repeat it in my face. At nauseum. I'm yeah. trying to like come up with logic and he's just yelling one thing over everything the I'm worst. saying. The it worst. boils my blood. Excuse me. And I commend this guy. Sounds like Elmo. Excuse me. <laughs> I commend this guy for like laughing in the face of it. This lady. Repent, motherfucker. That's what she's saying. Repent. She's she's flailing a tambourine <laughs> in this man's face. God, what a because the screaming repent, motherfucker. Because he had a sign that said "I like Dave." This on whole it. woke God. movement equates like uh, your whiteness with like original sin. Yeah, and your maleness and your your straightness as original sin. And that's what they want. They it's want like, you can, to repent for your sins. I can yeah. get on board with privilege. Sure. Yeah. Like, there's things that, you know, there's... Hey, I'm pretty we, on board with it. But I can't... <laughs> I, <laughs> but I'm complaining. But I can't get on board with... Yeah, sin? That I was born with original sin that I yeah, have to repent right. for. I'm a sinner because I laughed at the comedian's joke and you didn't? Right. Fuck off. Who's a black guy? I didn't realize until watching it. Mustard. of him. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize until right now. One of the greatest comedians of all time. Like, what the fuck is your problem? She's saying, repent, motherfucker. And we just talked about that over lunch today. you think she's religious? The Carlin thing about, like, there's two dials on the radio. One shuts it off. You know, like, you don't One changes the channel and the other turns it off. How did that become a conservative stance? Yeah, just fucking tune out. Yeah. It's not for you. Like, I don't don't watch uh, Eliza Schlesinger. That's not. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I she's. I don't know who that is. It's like it's. It's not it's for really me. 
Yeah, I'll watch, it's gorgeous. I'll watch it on mute. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's that funny, but it's like, clearly she sells out theaters and people think she's funny. That's for those people. Yeah. I don't want to take away whatever they right, fucking right. like. I, like I it cannot, or whatever. cannot relate to the mentality of not liking something. So, and then wa- like wanting everyone who does like it to not have that thing to right. enjoy. It's like, I'll definitely shit on stuff. Can't understand like, it. It shouldn't exist. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, I guess that's it. Like, specifically, this thing sucks. specifically, Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham stinks. But right, I mean specifically like entertainment exist. and art. Um, I can't, I can't fathom like thinking that way. Right, right. thinking right. that because I don't like this, even or it, because I find it offensive that like anyone who likes it shouldn't have that thing that they like. Yeah, instead of just go on liking it, and I'm going to never watch it and. I don't have to ever acknowledge its existence. It reminds me, this, all of this always reminds me of that Patrice O'Neill clip where he's schooling that lady on the news. And right. like they're talking about language and they're talking about Bring like the attempt, yeah, the, the uh, intention of a joke. But then she like... It's the last he, time he, he was ever on Fox News. He doesn't say it. And she goes like, oh, you're being a fool. He's like, oh, name calling. He goes, name calling. <laughs> like, that wasn't a joke. She called him a fool. You know, yeah. like that's actually different than a comedian and he trying to... He didn't call right. her names. Yeah. He presented logic. Was, wasn't Patrice's special on Netflix, Elephant in the Room? Was that on I think that was Comedy Central release. It, it might have. They but might have bought the Netflix, rights at I'm some point sure. and streamed it. It's like, God, I hope they don't hear that, up right? On the chopping block, XM Satellite Radio. This was for over Don Oki Imus, and right? Anthony. Oh, no, it was under fire now for airing joking comments about raping Secretary Which, of State Condoleezza Rice. Will they They brought be a the homeless guy in the studio, and they let this homeless guy just talk. And at some point, the homeless guy said that they asked him about... Politics. Condoleezza Rice or, or somebody, and he's like, I would rape that bitch, and they all laughed. That's that's it. Yeah. Oh, is radio cleaning house? This guy's fucking homeless. After the Imus debacle. With me debacle. now, New City President, now New City President, Sonia Osario. She took part in a recent protest calling for radio stations <laughs> to stop, stop supporting negative language <laughs> in music and talk radio, and also our favorite stand-up comic, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, thank you, sir. Patrice... Uh, are ONA next? I hope not. I hope JV, I wish JV and Elvis didn't lose their job or Imus. It's funny, this is the thing. I, I, have, I don't know her, but I'm, a, I'm assuming that she has nothing to do with funny. So I'm going to speak as the expert on funny. Funny people should just be left to trying to be funny. What if, what if they're not funny? Then you made a mistake. But how many, listen, how many times has an unfunny, how many... F- unfunny rape jokes lead to rape. Like so, I don't know how many jokes about rape there are. There's a lot, but <laughs> your world is not funny. Your world is uh, next, next on, on the big, big story. story. <laughs> My world is people trying to be funny. Well, I mean, you, you think it's okay to try to make jokes about rape? I'm diabetic. I make fun of that. I'm a victim. I might lose a toe. But I'm trying or to make fun of I'm trying to make fun of anything I, I think I can make fun of. Sonia? You know... What's happening now is the marketplace. This is all like mm-hmm. a script. Everything is she has to say is like a script. What's yep. appropriate or what's not appropriate. It's I think the nation is just tired. There's a new mood in the nation. What nation? The nation. You know what? We're tired of things that is are just the nation this paper and you. I'm the, I'm not the nation. I'm just speaking for me and funny. You're speaking for the nation or are you speaking for Yeah, you know why? Because I remember six years ago doing a something against Anthony Openey because they were just so outrageous and their violent images to that you. they put out to women was just 
uncalled for. And now, now, I think people... You think they were trying to be funny? I think now people... In Do this you country, think they were trying to be funny? Tire, you know what? I don't care if they were trying to be funny. That's what I'm saying. Why something? are you in that business? I've been to your show once, and it wasn't very funny being a woman. It was in your hilarious. Show, <laughs> when you talked about... That's why she doesn't like me. I was in the paper with her, and the joke is hilarious. It's called The Angry Pirate. And the lady who wrote it in, the, in her outrage didn't even know what it meant. And anybody who read it laughed because they know what funny... You're not living in the context of funny. You're living All in the context of fire. All have every right to be yeah. as funny as they want. They can go out and try to be as funny as they want, make as much funny, make as much money being as funny as they want. This is what's happening. There is a change in this country. People are realizing they it's have an opportunity to speak out. And advertisers are listening. You're Radio not talking. You're not listening. talking. Sonia. She's also like flustered. She's like, like, what did she just say? She, she's like stumbling on her words. She not only called Opie and Anthony, Anthony and Opie. Speak out. And advertiser listening. You're advertiser listening, like she's so flustered <laughs> because it's like term said, it's a fucking script. She's yeah, like, she's yeah. there to fight. And he's the fight. challenging the script. And what what happens when someone says something to me that the script doesn't provide an answer yeah, for? Right. What you're do I do? You're not talking. Sonia. He's talking from the soul. And you're not going to get paid as much money anymore. Sonia and Patrice, That's look what at it this. Is. The marketplace. More is CBS speaking. radio firings. They've been on the. They've been on a tear lately. All right. Are they cleaning house, or is this the PC cops run amok? You know what it is, John. You know what it is while you're reading that paper. It's the PC cops run amok. Well, you think Who's she's the PC a PC cop? cop? Of course she is. She's, she has an entire encyclopedia of, of her stance on it, but it's no passion involved. It's not a real... This is just what she has to say. We are outraged and oh, fired and fired an and fired. Name-calling. I'm outraged. <laughs> he's an actual fool. You should be outraged. I am a fool. Now, if I called you a fool, ah! You know what? People are feeling a new sense of entitlement. Who are these people? Who are the people? A new sense of entitlement. Here's my question. How can you justify a bad joke, a joke that isn't funny? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. An attempt that isn't funny, doesn't get any laughs, and is about raping a the first black woman to ever become the now secretary. Now the joke they're talking the about where the homeless well, guy the talked about raping Connelly's erased. A bunch of people laughed. <laughs> so a whole studio full of people laughed yeah. at it. So that right there, that always seems to be the case too. No matter who's under fire, whether it's Tony Hinchcliffe or Dave Chappelle or yeah, a homeless pull up the bum clip twenty of what years ago, and people laugh. The people there know they're like involved in a comedy performance. Yep. And yeah, that's that's not who's complaining. <laughs> but this, and we'll stop after this last. We already played most of this fucking video, but like this is the this is the whole crux of it right here. Well, why the, the, the attempt is what I'm trying to fight for. The joke may or may... Funny jokes and unfunny jokes are, are come out of the same birth. They, you, you don't know if anything is going to be funny. You should attempt don't to be you, able to make anything funny. Don't you think a joke about rape is doomed to be not funny? It's possible, but I've heard them. I've heard them. You've em. heard a funny rape joke? Uh, I say a couple. Watch my HBO special. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he goes on. He like tells, and it's funny. Like what happens later in the video, he gets a laugh from the cameraman too, and he he's tells like, "Why the are they angry laughing? pirate?" Right, like he says, you know, you ejaculate in a girl's eye and kick her in the shin. She jumps on the line like, Arr! and then the, the, the <laughs> fucking crew laughs. You can hear the people behind the camera laughing. And because and like, said, this lady doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. And because he said ejaculate in her eye, they never invited him back. He was yeah. never back. Oh, on he the says channel. it on this show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly, because things like I like Dave and ejaculate are more offensive than repent, motherfucker! Right, <laughs> yeah. Repent, motherfucker! <laughs> That's not offensive, apparently. <laughs> right. Uh, Name-calling. <gasps> I'm outraged. <laughs> 
it's, if it's I funny said that how, to you, he's like, wow. Exactly. It's funny how easily you can flip the script like that. But right. Yeah, I don't know. God, Patrice. Did anything in Chappelle's special sound as like angry and hateful as repent, motherfucker? Did anything he said right. sound that like full of anger and like, like just ah! hate, like filled with hate? Personally, dude. I understand it more. Like, again, I don't understand it fucking period. But like sticks and stones, I thought was more brazenly. Like taking yep. shots and like I thought the on the bus LGBTQ bit was was brilliant. I thought he should win a fucking award for that like conceptualization yep. as a comedian. But it's like yeah, it probably did. He probably he won, won the fucking Grammy. Grammy. Yeah. Uh, so I thought there was less controversial statements about the trans right. community on this one. I thought mm-hmm. it was like he was defending his last special, which that's the new thing. Is like. I bet he wishes he could just go out there and be funny, but everything has to roll right. over into this, like, I've let me clarify. Him, um, yeah, like a fucking, not the, apology the, the, tour, the but, fucking yeah. carpet fire that I've broke heard out after my last special. This era of his career compared to Lenny Bruce, and it's like, yeah, it's like he's kind of obsessed with defending these, and you're, as a fan, you're at the show kind of like, man, I wish he would just, like, make jokes about buying weed from Native Americans and having smooth balls and stuff, yeah, like his old yeah. specials. But it's still, it's all pretty poignant and agreeable. Right. And, and, Ultimately, as someone who watched it, it's like I don't remember finishing that special and going like, like, it's, like I just listened to something that was anti anything, especially anti trans. Yeah, I watch Kill Tony here and there, and it's basically open micers getting a minute to try stuff. A lot of that shit is not funny. A lot of it is them like clearly they thought there was something there, but like the 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 like he says they're born of the same place like you can't be like well that wasn't funny so we should make sure they they earn less money and that their voice gets silenced you like don't know if something's funny until you say it to people and, and they laugh might. or not and if they don't laugh now you know it's not funny mm-hmm. but it has to be attempted right yeah. and comedy is we you know everybody knows this i thought already but you know that's it's unlike musicians and stuff where we can go like right like obviously they can write stuff but it it's it's about the reaction in the room you know, you don't know that. Like, you might know a song is going to bump. You can listen to the fucking EQ and, like, yeah. that type of shit. It's like, they don't know if they're going to get their feedback, their, you know, crowd pop. So you just got to work stuff live. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a comedian, I guess, because it seems like the shittiest time ever, or at least in the last fucking... But at the same time, it's that kind of makes it like the best time, though, because yeah. it's fun to piss people well, off. Well, yeah, when comedy gets dangerous again, I think it's yeah. exciting. And I think that's yeah. why people like Lenny Bruce and George Carlin, like are iconic and i and obviously people like Chappelle are going to go down as iconic it's yep. more than just i'm funny it's like no i'm like a freedom fighter a freedom fighter who would never call himself that you know what right, i mean right 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 <coughs> they're not looking for the accolades of standing up for it's like no i'm this is uh, who i am this yep. is what i believe so i guess the trans community that's where they are this is who i am this is what i believe but the I, there's only one side like trying trying to fucking like silence the opposition yeah. and like they said they're like how many Unfunny rape jokes lead to actual rape. Yeah, well, how many, how many like questionable trans statements from Dave Chappelle leads to somebody, a trans person, getting their ass kicked in an alley after dark or something? Right. Like, I'm not saying like people get raped and trans people get beat up. Like it, it those things happen, but I don't see the the clear no line drawn between them with between the comedy jokes. Yeah, have no idea how to communicate with each other too. Yep. And if there was a Christian guy who thought it was. Uh, ungodly to be transsexual or something like that, and his way of articulating it to a trans person was repent, motherfucker. You would say that's not a really good way for him right. to articulate the way he feels to this person, right? Right. So why would you do it the other way, right? Because uh, they're right. <laughs> People are just terrible at communicating. 
Um, you guys want to lift your spirits? Speaking it's of time for <laughs> speaking of people who are ter- terrible at communicating, <laughs> term K, ladies and gentlemen. I meant, I meant our callers. <laughs> it's time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. TPS reports. Hell yeah. We're doing it, you guys. We're in Maine. We're doing it. All right, so here's something. We're doing it, Maine. We're doing it, Maine. Yo, so I think it was Jarv just got me thinking. He was talking about this girl that gave him a handy, and then she got murdered. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, the girl that I fucked for the first time in my life, she's also dead now. Damn. Have you guys ever fucked Fuck a death. A now dead <laughs> A person that was alive but is now dead, I want to know. Suck dicks. You guys are gay. <laughs> Suck dicks. <laughs> Thank you for your you, call, you, buddy. I got jabbed. You bastard. Um, you bastard. I don't think so. I don't know the whereabouts of every person I ever had sex with, so it's possible. But to my knowledge... I know of one no. person. And, but I, and actually, this was... You had sex with a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I don't know how she died. This was like a forever ago, and we weren't like close. We like could it have up been a you strangling times. her. It might have been it. <laughs> I thought her face looked blue, but <laughs> did your giant dick like mangle her insides? Oh. <laughs> That's just sexy. I uh, I, no, I poked I, her in the heart. I have no hug. idea what happened. I broke but her heart. <laughs> I I do know of one person who is no longer with us. That and when I was I w- this is like a high school thing to high, high school. school. <laughs> <laughs> Never miss an opportunity. Cherish it. <laughs> Uh, For as many times as we've had to say that, you'd think you'd be in the board by now. Cool. It's funnier when you do it, though. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I remember like, because I was like, I don't know, 16 or 17, and she was a friend of a girl I worked with at Party City. I'm like a, nice. working a cash register Party. retail job. Um, so yeah, like her friend would come visit her sometimes. I'm like, that girl is fucking beautiful. And then like somehow, some way, I couldn't believe that she like spent the night with me one night. And I was like, <gasps> she likes me. And then, yeah, we didn't hang out. And then I think like five years later or something, she was so young and beautiful. Well, um, how did that happen? I don't know. I don't know because I wasn't really close with her circle. and uh, But I did see like that announcement and maybe like to eight or ten years ago. Wow. So I, I'm not sure what happened, but that's a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, I, um, I got blown by like a 40-something-year-old on a tour a few years ago. Tight. While she was blowing me, I slid my finger down her crack. With a bad finger? <laughs> it was a bad crack. Uh, I smelled my finger, and it was like, whoa. Uh, she had mud butt? My my whole point being, though, that she was older, so maybe she's dead. <laughs> she must Old be like age. 46 now, yeah. so... Dude, that's, that's actually past hate. the uh, <laughs> the expected <laughs> average. Like it was like a butt poopy smell. Yeah, she didn't wipe Ooh. great or something. Ooh. You guys but ever had butt sex? I mean, I let her finish. Of course, of course, I have not. You've missing never put out, it in buddy. a girl's butt. No, I tried once. Like you're again, missing like, out. Bud. A high school thing. I think my dick is just so massive they can't take it. That must right. be it. No, the one I time can't there, cram the, it in. The one time there was an effort that was like the result. It was like I never mind. I, like I, it's yeah. You gotta coax it, dude. I didn't jam. I it was like there was. You gotta grace. start with a there finger. A, you need lube. Yeah, yeah. Fingers. Spit on it. Yes, the the. That, there's been finger play, and then you and then <laughs> you go two fingers. But I've never had yep. like full. And then on you maybe go three fingers, and then you get your dick. No full yeah. on butt sex. I've had really fingers in the butts, but no like we never like went at it. Like 
dick went into butt, but it was like we're this is like yeah, this is she gave me the yeah, yeah the yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah, I've I've I haven't had full full blown right. butt sex in a long time, but it has happened. But um, but this dude, <laughs> this is a fucking weird story. This dude's butt. But, yeah, this dude I was hanging out with. No, this guy I used to work with. At Wheeland, the, oh, I shouldn't even say where I was working. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, machine shop, this fucking guy, redneck kid. He's like, yeah, dude, one time I was uh, fucking this girl. And uh, I pulled it out and then just jammed it in her ass. And she, her eyes rolled back in her head and she had a fucking seizure. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's like crazy. That's yeah, criminal. Almost. Like- <laughs> I think it probably is. I might, maybe shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I won't say his name. but uh, I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, he put it in her ass too, too like quickly or something, and it made her have a seizure. Or was she just orgasming? Right. Yeah, she just came so hard that. <laughs> oh, my, where I was going with that is since you have, do you pull your cock out and it smells like shit? I didn't smell it. I, I usually, I, yeah, don't. Like, I'm quick to wash after I do that. Yeah. Uh, like fold myself to smell my cock. <laughs> I'm not saying like folding is necessary, but. No, like, I mean, ideally, I feel like when it, you pull it, your penis a, out, a, there's not. Poo on it. Yeah, there's like it's I, ideally. I, I said. I've never seen poo on like if I finger a chick's butt or whatever. I never see poop on it. Fair I'm enough. not saying all that, but ideally you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I have. Uh, I use I've my never my, my index and middle fingers chopsticks going fishing for nugs up there. Yeah, pulling shit out. Yeah, yeah. You go up and you, yeah, you. <laughs> I go bobbing for crapples. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta use the claw. You gotta pinch it. Oh God, that's cute. It's the claw. The claw. I almost did it again. Um, another, uh, actually, I might only have these, these two voicemails. Call on in next week, you guys. Hey, what's up, fags? It's hey, hey. Tennessee. I'm a long-time listener, but a first-time caller. Freak yeah. And, um, we all know that TPS has been a duo for, you know, over a decade now, I reckon, officially. You guys have at least 10 years under your belt. And, uh... I want to know, in that amount of time, uh, what's the worst argument or fight that you guys have gotten into um, while you were out on the road? And uh, While we were out on the road. I really, I want to hear a story about you guys just fucking tuning each other up in like a motel parking lot, you know, in just like a know-nothing city. Why does he want to hear somewhere. that? But, uh. I want you to ruin my fanhood of you by exposing your <laughs> deepest, dark secrets. I want you guys to beat the shit out of each other, but in a friendly way like Detroit Rock City. <laughs> what it does sound kind of... I want to hear about you tuning each other up in a motel parking lot. That sounds a little... That can, that's one of two things. Yeah. Punching each other in the or face or sucking, sucking each other Sucking each other off. all in the dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, in my tour memories, I don't have any, like crazy memories of like term and i i have had some tour fights like with a tour manager that i was not right. getting along with that we was stick like together on i the tuned road. that bitch up um but we've no. had blowouts but they yeah. weren't on tours yeah and we have disagreements maybe but like i think the worst one we weren't we didn't make music remember in high school you threw a full beer at my head yeah we told that story but that's like that's just dumb oh kid yeah shit. and then uh in college, I whipped a frisbee at your head and it blew up like on your forehead and you were bleeding. Yeah. And then you threw a chair at me. Yes, I did. 
Yeah. Well, you think I'm just going to take it? <laughs> oh, we've, you cut my head hit, open. Hey, we've never <laughs> hit each other. We've just thrown things at each other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was never. it's never been on the road. No, on um, the road, I feel I like... I think he's just assuming that's when like tensions are highest, but no, they're not. Yeah, at I At least know. not between us. There was... Uh, traveling with my best friend, seeing the country, seeing Canada, yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's, there's been stressful moments where like... Like, maybe, like, I did all the loadout or something. Right. And I was like, fucking, hey, give me a hand. And, or, like, tomorrow you do the fucking load in. Or some, like, I'm just stressed out and on low sleep and I felt like I got the shaft or something. So right. it's, like, that type of shit. But it's never been, like, a parking lot tune-up or, like, a, we, we got a separate fucking hotel room because it's like, I can't even fucking see him tonight. Like, yeah. it wasn't, it's never been like that. But I've definitely, like, had a harder time with, like, other people on the road that I didn't know yeah. as well and I didn't get along with. Specifically a tour manager from about, oh, say five years ago exactly. <laughs> uh, it was it was like, I, I could go for hours on stories about that, but like, it was just a big disagreement. And even and then, you didn't punch her. No, I wanted to. But in the <laughs> end, like, it's like I didn't understand why this... This woman hated me. Like she didn't seem to hate jealous, Seth, bro. She's jealous. Didn't seem to hate Wax or well, the she DJ. My dick. It was just like, but I would be, I'd be like, she the wanted one me to punch her with my cock again. Ooh. More shit. Where I'm at the fucking merch table all night in terms in the green room, and it's like, how am I getting stiffed with work? But like somehow I was the one who was like not doing enough, and yep. you need to not, you know, I'm not reminding you about van call. You need to pick up your loose clothing articles in the van, or I'm gonna throw them out. Jesus. That type of shit. And it's like I'm, I'm like filling in roles where other people. Leave, including hers. She would tell me shit to do, and then, like, she wouldn't do that shit, and I would have to do her job for her, and yeah. I would somehow be in trouble. And, like, in the end, I, like, made her admit, because I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck did I do? Like, I, I cover for you at the merch table? When you sell our merch, I tip you or I buy you lunch? I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm trying to, like, go out of my way to, like, not be a burden. I can't understand it. And it just got to the point where she goes, look, I just don't like you. I'm a mean girl. That's <laughs> yeah. a quote. I'm uh, a mean girl, and I don't like you. And I was like, thank you for finally giving bitch. me the truth, yeah. you know? Oh my but God. it was two months on the road of, like, denial, where she, she didn't, like, let me. I would try, like, hey, can I talk to you? She's like, I don't have time right now. And then, okay, I guess we're going to keep beefing. And She I'm was just a gonna, shithead. She was a shithead. And she farted in my lap. What? Yeah. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> there was a point where we went to a bowling alley with my brother in Denver, and we all had to squeeze in his car, so she sat in my lap in the front seat. She shat seat. in his lap. Is that what you meant Almost. to say? <laughs> uh, we shared the front seat, and she was like, we had a few drinks, and she was being flirty. A uh, couple of cans of beans she was like, later. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was cutting rips on my leg. She, like, tickled at me, so I, like, tickled her back, and she laughed and farted in my lap <laughs> right as we pulled up to my brother's house. So immediately she, like, opened the door and jumped out and acted like nothing happened. And I, oh I looked God. in the back seat like, y'all hear that? You want to you want to smell my boner, <laughs> dude? I like yeah. We just couldn't get along, and I swear it's like I was. It was our like our first big tour, and it was we were with Wax, and it was like it was just this like I don't know a dream scenario that just was a nightmare because of our apparent disagreement. Where it's like I'm like I'm a self conscious. What did I do? Like am I am I fucking this tour up? Like it's my nightmare to like yeah. be yep. the burden or something. And it turns out I wasn't, and she's just a mean girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. fucking asshole. Excuse me. That's her. That's her. Elmo. Excuse me. Can you bring the waters in? Excuse me. Can you load the shit out? She was also a cunt to our fans, which Oof. is the worst offense right. to me. Yeah. Kids would ask no for a picture. Leave. I'm like, no, we take every picture. Someone bitch, asked me for yeah. a picture, and before I could say anything, she walked by 
like loading some stuff out and just Excuse went. Excuse me, we're loading out. She just went. No, he needs to be loading out. I couldn't believe it. And I looked right at the kid. Like, I where's swear your to phone? God, Let's I think it. she yeah. said. I think she would say shoe. I think she would Jesus go like shoe. Christ, like we're done. No people skills. God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she like she wasn't like the worst tour manager in terms of like getting no, the she was job. Organized. Done. She just didn't know how to like tour keep, sheet was keep there morale. every day. Yeah, there was no all morale. the info we needed. Yeah, morale terrible at people though. <laughs> she should have managed the tour like from it like from home. Yeah, that was my like send us the daily sheets. My worst tour experience because it was so persistent throughout like pretty much the whole tour. We only patched it up with like a week left, and by then it was too little, too late. She finally yeah. gave. She was she was trying to like. Push it off thinking, like, we never have to, like, you know, confront the elephant in the room here. And I just was, that's not my approach. I would rather, like, patch shit up or Address at least, it. like, have a conversation where it's like, look, I think we got off on the wrong foot here. There was never an allowance of that. Like, wow. I, I just couldn't do it. So that was, like, uh, and it sucks because I feel like I was removing myself from scenarios with Term and Wax. And we was like, they're eating dinner at a table and I'm going to go eat with my headphones in 10 feet across the God. green room because I, like, I'm not sitting at a table with her, dude. It's like Jesus. she disrespects me and, like, she's, she's bitching. She bitches at me about, like, you, should, you need to respect me. I'm like, you're not earning it, bitch. You have not earned respect from me at yeah. all. And that's not how I operate. I don't right. just give it to you. Right. Like, you know, I don't, you're, you don't work for me and I don't work for you. We're just here. You and the headliner have your business arrangement. I'm just trying to get along. I'm She's just trying to take my pictures with my fans. And we should have beat her up with our For fists. sure. Um, but that's like, as far as like a tour um, tune-up, that was like, we, we ended you up having like a- should have duked it out like in Kingpin yeah. when Woody Harrelson and the hot girl fight each other in the parking lot. I will say- And he bites her ankle. Another example from that trip was- uh, she she was like I think she was kind of um, projecting. She was like expressing what she was concerned about. She's like, listen, I know we're all getting really tired, and we all feel like we have like a fried tour brain, you know. And I remember she stopped with an she aside. She used the words tour brain. And then there was a she broke the fourth wall and was like, that's when you're on tour and your brain starts like working slow. Oh my it's like, god! Oh, look, I got it. <laughs> and then Jesus. she's like, I know we're all tired and we have some long drives. She was trying to boost morale. I'm fine. And, and in, fine. An, in an attempt to like meet her there. She's like, look, I know we're really tired, and we've had some long days, but there's a couple more left. And then I'm just like, I think we got this. I feel pretty good. And then she goes, well, you haven't been driving. And I was like, bitch, I'll drive tomorrow. Like, give me the keys. So, And that was the same night she said, no more reminders for van call. If I send you the sheet and it says 7 a.m., be at the van at 7. Meanwhile, I'm waiting in the driver's seat at 6.50 with my coffee the next morning, ready to drive. She's 45 minutes late. We have to go knock on her door and remind her what time van call is. And then she gets in the van, and because I think she knew she was fucked, she just, like, projected onto me. She just started... I, I literally only got to take a right turn out of the hotel parking lot. There was not a car on the fucking street. And then she goes, oh, my God, pull over, pull over. And, like, nobody was paying attention. It was Jesus. early in the morning. Nothing happened, dude. I took a right-hand turn out of a parking lot. And she said, you endangered our lives. You cannot do risky shit like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? God damn. And then so she made she kicked me out of the driver's seat. And I, like, threw the keys at her. I'm like, whatever. And then, like. And then we're like, she stands me out front of the car, so it gives me the, you got to respect me out here. And I just sat there, and I look in, and I got the DJ and Wax and Seth all just, like, looking. And I was like, really, nobody's going to pipe up, like, hey, 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 take it easy. Hey, 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 hey let's it dial it back. Like, it's nobody's really, really their responsibility. But I was like, I don't, you know. I don't love that. I don't so love that nobody like has my fucking back in this, and apparently she's allowed to act like that. I didn't do anything wrong. You Nothing. guys are about to have your biggest tour fight right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. no, in the moment, like, we're also all like in the back, 
with like no, shit over our eyes trying to go yeah, back to yeah, sleep. It's like sure. I have no idea what just happened. Apparently nothing. Nothing happened, dude. Nothing happened. Well, fuck I that girl. Liter- and I asked her. I, I, I went one at a time when I finally, like a week from the end of the tour, I finally got my in. We're like, it just couldn't be ignored. I'm going to say my piece. And I st- so why did, you, why did you tell our fans that they couldn't get photos? Why did you say, like, the, you know, shoo them away from the merch table? Why did you tell me I have to hold down our half of the merch table because you won't sell for our half, but you would leave and I would sell? You were, I made wax $300 that you would have lost him because you didn't hold it down. So now you're trusting me to do your job for you. So, like, start telling me what it is I did wrong, and then it just, I don't know, it came back to that, like, what did I do that day at the parking lot? What happened? I looked both ways. I remember, uh, to a T, Wax offered me a throat lozenge. Does anybody want a recall? And I go, I'll have one. And then I take it, and I put it in my mouth, and I take a right-hand turn. Pull over! You just risked my life! <laughs> Nothing happened. And then I'm like, I, I, one at a time. Here's this situation. Here was Philly. Here was fucking Indianapolis. Here was New York. What happened there? What happened? And she just had, like the Patrice thing, she had nothing from her, like, script of business, and we got to, I can't talk about it because the advance is late, and we got to promote the show. That was the whole fucking vibe of the whole fucking tour. And then by the end, she just admitted the truth, which was, look, I'm just a bitch. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, cool. I knew that. Just I wanted you to say it. Yeah. And then, like, eight hours later, she was like, hey. Thanks for calling me out. I'm really sorry. I've been. Yeah, she felt a, like a fool. Yeah. Well, <gasps> name <I'm> calling. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You guys. No. Had that like, was that was my worst like blowout with somebody. It was in the van yeah. in front of everyone. And she looked like a total ass. I also breezed through with the last ten minutes of what I've been saying. I breezed through seven weeks of road stories, and there are so many more. There are so many yeah. more. It was God. the whole time. Seven so, weeks with this chick. Yeah. It was more. There was. It was. I think eight in the last week. We sort of like quote patched it up. Jesus. You know, like I finally got to be honest and like. Let her see through my lens. Like, let me speak. Finally, yeah. She would. Try, that's another thing. She would try to like shut me up. Hey, Lauren, can I talk to you? No, I'm talking to Wax. Like, all right, I just can't win. Fuck it, fuck it. I don't know. Was she hot? No. Ugh. She was cute. I went. No, Ugh. she wasn't. She was fuckable. She was an ugly cunt. She was fuckable for sure. <laughs> How about after? Right after she farted on your lap. The fuck. The most fuckable yeah. of the whole tour. Hell yeah. Right. Term can't get his dick hard unless he smells. Fucking I need to yes. a flatulent woman. I need to hear, like, the butt lips. Do you have any stories of, like, anybody on the road that you just couldn't, like, really, you just didn't like? And you don't have to, like, name names, but, like, a situation where it was, like, me and this guy do not, like, we can't coexist uh, well enough or something. Um, not really. At least nothing I'll <laughs> really, you know. But uh, I do have one crazy fucking story from the road, which is going to kind of sort of... Not on the same topic, but uh, when I was touring with um, R.A. and Afro and them, after a show in Rochester, we were, we go to the hotel, and it's like fucking two or three in the morning at this point, and there's like the this fucking nasty-ass-looking girl in the lobby just like hanging out. I don't know. And mm-hmm. the dudes we're with... A lot lizard. A lot lizard. A lobby lizard. A hotel lobby lizard. And... Uh, the driver and this other uh, kid, Amiri, he's the shit, um, they started, like, hitting on this girl. And then, meanwhile, me and my, my friend Scrooge, who was, like, also on the tour, he was kind of like a hype man for RA and shit, um, I Good had my movie. machine with me, and I was like, let's go to the room and, like, make beats or whatever. So he's <clears> like, yeah, dope. So we go up there. I think it's me, Scrooge, and Afro in the room. And Amiri and Jason, the... Uh, other guys, they were down in the other in their room with these girls. They brought them back to their room. 
There's bo- there's multiple. There's Bobby there's Lizards. two of them, I guess. I only okay. remember one, but apparently there was two. Right. And uh, the girls, like we're we're just chilling, making beats, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 banging on the door. We're like, what the fuck? We open it up. It's a Miri, and he's like, yo, those chicks like set us up, and they fucking. Like Jason got stabbed And we're like What the fuck What Yeah so we all Just like run They're on like We're on the seventh floor They're on the fourth floor So we run to the elevator We go down And I don't know What the fuck's gonna happen I'm like Dude are these guys down Like what the fuck Am I walking into now But We get off the elevator The ta- There's like a table Right where You know There's like kind of a Compartment where the elevators were Right the ta- Sometimes there's a phone there Yeah yeah exactly So the table was knocked over There's like a thing of flowers Everywhere there's yeah. The phone was everywhere and we walk into the hallway and look. The dude Jason is just standing in the middle of the hallway by himself, like looking all woozy. And his whole side of his shirt's like soaked in blood, and there's like blood coming yeah. down from his head. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, the dudes had like so. Apparently, what had happened? The girls, when they were in their room, they're like, "We we're hungry. We want to get a snack. Bring us to the vending machine. We need a snack." They're like, all right. They go out, and then by the vending machine, there was like three dudes waiting. Okay. So they like set him up to, yeah. to rob him, and the like neither of those people are like pussies. Like especially the dude Jason, he's like mm-hmm. he doesn't fuck around, you know. So the guys like like give us your shit or whatever, and they started like kind of fighting or whatever. And then one dude they had like an empty Hennessy bottle and like cracked the dude Jason in the head with it, and that's not gonna fucking break. That's like a yeah. fucking club, right? So he smacked him with the bottle. And then I don't know if it was the same guy or another guy had like a box cutter or something and like sliced him down his side with the box cutter. And then they just dipped out. They didn't get robbed because they like still fought him off, even though the dude got like stabbed up. He fought him off. And like we get him down to the lobby and like call the fucking ambulance and shit because it was like that. Like he lifted up his shirt, dude, and it was like. It was, like, six inches long, like, the fucking slice. And it was, like, at least, like, half inch deep. Like, mm-hmm. it was just disgusting. And, uh, yeah, so that was, like, the craziest. At least, yeah, at least a box cutter can only go right, you half can't, an like, inch in, India. Yeah, get penetrated by the fucking Still box cutter. Clearly, you can, yeah, you right. can kill someone with it, but right, right. Dude, you're hitting the right spot, and it's like, you need to go deeper than that to right. kill me. But yeah, dude, that, that shit was fucking crazy. Like Jesus. that's some shit I'll never forget. Like running out of the elevator. So it wasn't like, the girls that stabbed him, though. No, the girls like I've heard of that. Them. I've heard of like uh, prostitutes. I've heard that they like put garlic on like a razor, and apparently that'll like make it like it won't stop bleeding. Ooh, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, that shit was fucking nuts, though. That, it was. Yeah. Absolutely but, mental. This is nowhere near uh, as bad as any of this other stuff, but as recently as last night, I found out at the very end of the night when we were loading out that there was an artist tab, and I bought, like, not only a couple drinks for myself, but during our set, I ran off and bought three whiskey shots and three beers just for us, and I was like, I just wanted... I, I would kind of put it on the venue at that point, like, you... Came off of the stage. They know there's an artist tab. Exactly. Do nobody? Why wouldn't they tell no, you? No, whoever told you there was an artist tab, I wasn't there. There was no, and I already like I, I had food from a other place. I don't think it was while you were out eating. You would come back in, but you still had left the table. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I wasn't there. Nobody said artist tab yeah. to me, so I fucking <laughs> spent like sixty dollars, including like six drinks at once. And then like at the end of the night, you're like, so how do we settle? Like, was there? Did we use all the artist tab? I'm like, we, artist did, tab. Did we go over it? <laughs> you guys got free food and drinks all night, and I was charged for everything. Like, what the fuck? But like, literally, I was over that, and like. 
90 seconds. It was just yeah. like, I shouldn't have... All it have... takes is me throwing a guy's bowl on the floor. Right. I was already <laughs> out smoking with those better. guys. Yeah. But it was just like... And that's no, no reason to tune anybody up. But sometimes there's miscommunications. It's like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, yeah, not only yeah. did I have to go eat outside because I brought in, like, a, a, a club wrap from another place and they wouldn't let me eat it in their establishment. So I just go, like, I'm eating outside while you guys are inside. And apparently you're getting hooked up with free shit. So I'm just looking back like, wow, I really got the mop handle snapped off in my asshole tonight, well, like, dude. I guess I just figured, like... <laughs> what the they, fuck? W- they knew that you were an artist. I just Dude, I was rapping at the bar with my wireless mic, ordering drinks. So if there like, was an artist they... tab, they should have been like, yo, right. this one's on the house. So right. yeah, they, or they all of them up. apparently should have been on the fucking house. So I was like, right. what am I, chopped liver? Yeah. Like, I want a free drink. I'm support, And I wasn't like upset. Like, I'll buy a drink. I'll wait in the line. Dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not higher, uh, holier than thou, high and mighty. It's just like, I would have appreciated like somebody that worked there, whoever the, is in charge. Hey, bro, by the way, we got you on a meal, or if you want some drinks or something, it's just like, yep. I would have liked that. I would have liked to save the $60, but yep. all right. And then sometimes it's just like that mixed with like, I don't know, I'm losing my voice. I haven't gotten very good sleep. Little hungover, little guy. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, all right, this is uh, not ideal, but um, I'm, yeah, this isn't like a big enough deal to like be real picky all night. I was, right, I was right. having a blast filming skate clips like moments later. Yeah. You know, I was like, fuck it, dude. It's just yeah, like, really that sucks. I don't know what it would take on the road for us to have a, like a blowout. Yeah, I don't as know. As this guy is dreaming a parking lot showdown. Yeah, I mean, it's not too late. We got four more shows left. We'll see what happens tonight in Portland. I think there's a little bit more to uh, this guy's thing here. You know, I, I know you guys have, have probably had like, fallout arguments or fights um, oh boy. Uma Thurman. you know obviously um you know in your own life but i while on tour i want to hear uh, the craziest fucking story that you've got um but anyways yeah uh like i said long time listener you know first time caller uh you know merch supporter i, I try and get uh, one piece from any merch drop that you yeah, guys do boy. um I've actually got a. This uh, guy say his name was Planet of the Shapes poster with decks on it in my bedroom. Hell but, yeah, uh, Austin from Tennessee. Yeah. You're welcome. Anyway, later, fags. Love you. Hey, thanks for the call there. Yeah, tour like I think anytime you throw like a group of people, most often that are like not all best friends since elementary school. You know, just a group of people. <laughs> Sometimes you're meeting at the beginning of the tour. Right. Yep. There's there's a combination. There's a risk factor for like volatility. For <laughs> Some, sure. Like people like. Everybody's different. Some people are morning people. Some people are night owls. Some people drink. Some people don't. Some people are loud and obnoxious, or some people keep to themselves. It's just like whatever it is. You're, yeah, you have to like maintain a little bit of like, you know, give and take of yep. learn about each other and keep the social atmosphere kind of cool. Because yeah, when you're like, I don't know, you got to work every night. You deal with drunk fans. You're drunk ourselves is. Yep. Uh, you know, and being tired and cranky and getting we like slept through our fucking checkout this morning and the. How's Gabe Bing's banging on the door and we're like waking up hearing it like ah fuck like you get all flustered or something yeah. or I mean, some all three of you have to shit and there's only one toilet in the hotel room so it's like ah all right let's let's get in line I don't know yeah something there's always like a a straw that could break a camel's back there but it never really does I think everybody's all cool um well yeah we gotta wrap this shit up and get back to the fucking tour tour life you know what I'm saying <laughs> we out here we out here tour life you know what it is. Go get some lobster. Let's. Um, well, we haven't had lobster yet. So. I want a lobster. Let's not roll get too tonight. drunk tonight, so we can get lobster. I want one before the show. Really? Time does high roller clothes. You're crazy, dude. Um, let me find some. <coughs> Pardon me. YouTube comments. 
Uh-huh. Even keel. 12 imposters ain't keeping it real. Reference to my last line and also probably the amount of dislikes on the video. Kazamdemic EP coming out this Friday. Stream it. Run the numbers up. I want to make that $7 for every thousand streams. Let's get it. Let's get paid. <laughs> uh, acknowledge. This is Brett. It says, just saw these guys perform this live last night. Absolutely, all caps, killed it. And their stage presence was awesome. Don't pass up the opportunity to see them if they are in town. Yeah. Brett, we go you Alec said what Baldwin. we were all thinking. Hell yeah. Alec Baldwin every night. Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Acknowledge again. Fire, you guy are the epitome of dope hip hop. I love Big L. I love you guys. <laughs> dude, it's it Big L and us. Right. Tight, dude. Uh, meet the Snells. Hey, nerds. More songs, please. Thanks. All right. Well, you could work on your social skills, too, mister. Uh, painting Pictures. Six years ago? What the fuck? Painting Pictures. This is definitely one of their best tracks. Wish Terman Ack would throw this one back. What does that mean? Like, throw it back, like, our assholes Twerk. into him. Um, what do you mean? Like, uh, play it live more? I guess. Or, like, redo it? I already finished my beer, sir. I'm not throwing anything back. Meet the Snells. Just saw that you guys are playing a show next year in Chicago that will also have the Rum Jacks. I'm Irish and love the Rum Jacks, and I love the Palmer Squares. Very different genres, but I could not be more excited to get both in one show. And I think that's in reference to uh, that Moonrunners festival we just played in Chicago. A lot of rock bands. Um, same coordinator wants to get us on in May for another uh, similar event in Chicago. So. Not promoting that one yet because it's many, many months away, but that is a thing, and we will be there, and so will the Rum Jacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tide, wow. This is a good. Hell that, yeah. That's period. This Fuck is a yeah. good. <laughs> this is a good. What do you need? Spit take. One of the, one of Term's best verses. This shit is mind-blowing. Acknowledge I love you guys. Pass the potion. I have not been able to stop listening to the song for the past month. LMFAO. Good band. Um, and that's at least 10 for sure. So thanks for the comments. Thanks for the calls. We need some more fan questions, though, for the podcast. Call on in. Call on in. Write us. Uh, ask us something. Um, well, shit. And our tour continues. If you're listening on podcast day, that'd be tonight in Keene, New Hampshire at Modest Man Brewing. That's Wednesday, October 27th, Keene, New Hampshire. Um, and then Thursday, October 28th, Burlington, Vermont at Orlando's. That wraps up Wait, our tour no, with Jarv. Wait, no, you missed Jarv. Greenfield. Well, that's that tomorrow. That was yesterday. <laughs> We're living in the future, right? Oh, Which, when this so comes this out, would have been yesterday. And then um, Saturday... We're in Mansfield, Ohio. Halloween party, food trucks, fireworks, smoking, drinking, Castler mattress outlet. It's a difficult place to find. I think if you pull up maps, easy. I think we spelled it wrong on the flyer too. There's only one S. Castler, C-A-S-L-E-R mattress. Do some sleuthing, y'all. Yeah, it's a, it's actually a really fun uh, setup. So come on out. Then we're gonna be at Skankfest South in Houston. Can that be? Ex- Run it back. Couldn't be more excited for that. Uh, I think we're performing on the Saturday night. That shit sold out. So if you have tickets, we will see you there probably every day. Um, and then November 12th, Creek and Cave in Austin, Texas. We're going to be having a late show there with our friend Ben Buck. And also November 13th, Denton, Texas at Andy's. Um, and that's pretty Andy. much it for us. Uh, Jarv, anything to promote? Other than those shows this week? No. What? All right. 
uh, TPS Reports Podcast at Gmail and 708-797-3079. Give us a call. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Give us some money. And speaking of, palmersquares.com slash shop. Yes. Yeah. You can now get a autographed poster from our Chicago Chop Shop show. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we got some some beanies for this tour run. Um, just in time for the winter, we got three different colors of Palmer Squares beanies. And as soon as we're back home from this tour, we're going to put those up on the website, all the remainders. Yes, so. we are. Um, well, winter actually, I guess it's coming I, soon. I can say I ordered beanies too, but they did not come in time for the tour. But I'll have beanies and, sh- and some new shirts up what's on your, my site. What's your website? Or the uh, web well, store? I just sell shit on Bandcamp. So you go Bandcamp, sure. Jarve, you'll find me. And speaking of Bandcamp, that's another place you can support the Kazamdemic EP coming out this Friday. It'll be out this weekend. Buy it on Bandcamp. Buy it on iTunes. You can pre-order it on iTunes and uh, pre-save it on Spotify so you get alerted as soon as it drops. Um, yeah. Wherever you listen, just give it a spin. There's a couple of new flavors. Not exactly the same as the fucking videos, but um, sounds right. much better. Um, so stream those and we'll see what happens next. Oh, I guess that's it, you guys. Oh, follow me on Instagram. Same. At Follow Jarv on Instagram at Jarv Makes Music. Yeah. Follow Term on Instagram at <clears throat> baby underscore labia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I had something. What inspired that name? Pedophilia. He's a pedophile. Oh, word. Yeah. It's just like, um, he, he slips the bad finger off the. Uh, <laughs> I think my girlfriend said it to me. Oh, blame it like, on her. Like pet name. Like babe, my baby, laby, laby. And then. My baby, laby? Uh, That's her pet name for you? Not, not my pet. It's just one a one-time thing. She just said it, and it rhymed kind of, and I was like, baby labia, I like it. We say stuff I, that I was, rhymes one time all the time, and it doesn't become your new identity. I was sick of <laughs> IR Fluffhead, and, and I just yeah. changed it, and I didn't expect what it to be What was IR Fluffhead? It's just our YouTube handle yep. from when I first made our YouTube in high school, so I can post... cool. High school, so I can post a video of me and Haley Reinhardt playing at the talent show, Ooh. which was titled Gay Fags until she asked me to change it because she was on American Idol. And they were oh, like, do it. Hey, that thing of you on the internet called Gay Fags, can that not be called Gay Fags? Um, yeah, speaking of that's what's why the motivation I, behind that title, and <laughs> you can see a theme here. Yep. <laughs> that's why I made the YouTube page, it was just to post that video. Um, yeah, and then years later, we started fucking around and had nowhere to throw it but that. Yep. And then we became a thing, and our channel was always IR Fluffhead. It's a fish reference. Fluffhead okay. is a fish song. And, uh, um, Cow and Chicken. Yeah, on Cow and <laughs> Chicken, there was a, like, sometimes cartoons back in my day would have, like, like spin-off cartoons within that cartoon. Yep. So Cow and Chicken had, like, IR Weasel. Right? I thought it was Baboon. Uh, I no, are Baboon. Right. It might be Weasel. Or maybe it's I Am Weasel. Who cares? I think it's I Am Weasel and I Are Baboon. Um, and that's where the IR part comes from. I see. And Fluffhead's a fish song. Fish spells fish with P-H. Yep. Freak. You're, would you say you're a certified freak? No. No? Eight days You were a at week. one point, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm certified. Certified freak. <laughs> I, uh, I surrender to the flow. Oh, yeah. Uh, tonight's closing song, <laughs> tonight's, uh, is from Jarve and Spizzy Spose. Spizzy. It's called Metal Band. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
just came out and there's a fucking killer video for it. The video it. is fucking hilarious. You should go check that out. I'll yes. put the link to that in the freaking uh, Fuck yeah. description so check that out. It um, is a great video. Made by the same dude who does all of uh, Token and Joiner Lucas's videos. So Ooh, that was a name pleasure. drop. No, that's, uh, Let's it get it. Very quality shit going on there. Um, You're going places, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I'm famous. I'm big. I'm a big deal. Um, and then, yeah, thanks to everybody who caught us on the road so far or on this tour in general. These are our last shows of the year this fall. So uh, everybody who supported at the merch table, honestly, those Ren and Stimpy shirts, like, selling better than I thought they would. They're all gone. Yeah, yeah they're like, we should have brought more. Um, so we'll, I, we'll have to get even more for a holiday sale online or something. So thanks to everybody helping us stay alive out here. You know what I'm saying? It's a <laughs> toy life. So dark. So this is uh, Metal Band by Spose and Jarve. So Until next week. Scary. Smooches. Um, Kill Whitey. I'll have the performative poems that make them board up their home and make the sound guy stop watching porn on his phone. Hey, welcome to the shit show. One little hiccup. Give us all your money. Put them up. It's a stick up. Every time we rock official highway robbery, your mom and sisters want to have a five-way probably. I'm not even a rapper. Even I'm anomaly. That must be Started doing all this rhyming on the side of my assignments Back in the day when Mars Volta molded out at the driving Now kaleidoscopic objects doing dances on my eyelids Jar of what, what is, is happening? The rhythmic monster It's a revolt I said to put all the hands in the air and they did it to cult I said to burn all the shit to the ground do it now Cause I'm tired of being adult Fuck the world and his miserable dad Robbing for their cryptocurrency and digital cash Pay to play this song is a long unskippable ad You want the swagger of a cripple Mitchell? Triple the bag Got some new exaggerations for the back and the front Welcome to Sunny Wells main Jar of Pass me the back medicine raps is back then when you had to rap better than ass for cash settlements if we're not funky is passing gas and assless chaps then i think that that acid tab setting in and the methamphetamine 802 and 207 legends no not them again tubular and excellent came to give you sex again came to get the checks again canadians and mexicans ladies and gentlemen Ladies and gentlemen, I mean bitches and turns. I got this mic in my clutches and until this is a turn I'm about to burn y'all, why? Because I am the judge I'm swinging my gavel, hitting your chicken nuts What's up, idiots? Back to your schedule program An old man procuring hoes with toe jam The slow jam slamming like a chrome hand cannon recoiling Everybody wonder where the boy's been I'm making noise again, it's all that matters, right? If you are what you eat, then I'm a vagina with an appetite Ugh. Now that's one hell of a sound bite I really don't know what the fuck you be talking about, but it sounds tight <laughs> yeah, whatever, fam. Me and my man. Spoles and joy forces and form a metal band. I'll be wearing spandex, singing for alternative chicks and officially an aluminum ghetto pad. What's up, how you doing, beautiful, bad, a medium? I could ease your pain if you consider buying my CD, hun. I would be the one to make you feel empowered and proud of it if you just give me some money for some blood in the back of chips. Uh, it's the vagabond, Padawans, Tadalon. Rapping as if I were trying to battle Mickey Avalon. Sounding your lawn, for you about to get busy. I go berserk and burn down your whole city. All the Wellstown councilmen want to smack the shit out of them Cause we don't ever shut the fuck up And the Windsor PD's always looking at me But they have yet to make a successful buck We got a hundred milligrams of fans from Jersey to Japan And they're yelling in the stands, get rich Bitch, bring it to 11, get the ball flicky Clipping on your titties, we about to get lit out Six, six, six or whatever, I was like Oh, wow, that's cool. I, I was like, what is that? And he goes, oh, it's this band my, my older brother listens to.